This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Let's stand to read God's Word together this morning. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. I want to read verse 7. Let's read... We might read other places as well, but let's read verse 7. The Bible says, Therefore, as you abound in everything, say everything, Everything. in faith, in utterance, in knowledge, in all diligence, in your love to see us, see that you abound in this grace also. This immediately tells you that there are different types of grace. Hallelujah. So it says, there is grace for utterance. There is grace for faith. There is grace for love. Hallelujah. It said, but as you do well in all these areas, I want you to abound in this grace also. Which grace? Next verse. Hallelujah. I speak not by commandment, but by occasion of fullness of your earth to prove the sincerity of your love. If your Bible is yours, you might need to underline that word love. Everything we do for God, we do it because we love Him. If it's not from love, it might not yield result as it should. Okay. Hallelujah. (laughs) For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. He calls it grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ made Jesus poor and then you that believe in him, rich. Verse 10. Hearing, this is my advice. Anyway, we will come back to that. Chapter 9. Of the same chapter, of the same ceremony. Chapter 9. And let's start from around that verse 4. Okay, let's start from, I will read 1, I will skip and then we will move to 5. 1, verse 1. For as touching the ministry to the saints, it is superfluous for me to write to you. Verse 2. For I know the forwardness of your mind, for which I boast of them in Macedonia. Now, verse 5. Therefore, I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren that will go before you to make up before you your bounty, whereof you notice before that the same thing might be read as a matter of bounty, not as of covetousness. Verse 6. But I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly also. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Verse 7. Every man according to as he proposes it, let him give. Not grudgingly or of a necessity, for God loves. A cheerful giver. Verse 8 is where I'm really going. And God. Somebody say amen. Amen. Is able to make all grace. You can have your seat briefly. (laughs) I'm calling your attention to something. We are still talking about the blessing. Walking in the supernatural blessing. Which is the heritage of every Christian. Walking in the supernatural blessing. Hallelujah. And last week we talked about the fact that the moment God created man, the first thing God did was to bless man. Genesis 1, 26 and 27. And God blessed man. Why? God believed that you cannot live on earth without the blessing. Or you cannot live 
as you should without the blessing. You would have thought that God created man. Since he created man, he should have just allowed man to live. But he said, come, you cannot just go. I'm going to bless you. And when Adam's sin and curse came into the world, remember we said all this last week for those who are not and those who are watching. Again, God called a man by the name Noah. And then God blessed Noah. As soon as Noah came out of the ark, remember, the old world had been destroyed by the flood. How God must have thought about it. This one man, Adam, is going to populate the old world and put the world in order. I better bless him. It takes blessing to be able to handle things at that level. So when Adam's dynasty and generation ended and God called out Noah, this time around, Noah stepped out of the ark again. The situation that the world was before, the old earth was in chaos again. All animals destroyed except the ones in the ark. Every farmland gone. Every building down. This might be the situation of somebody listening to me this morning when it looks like your life has no form of comeliness. Listen to me. You make a mistake asking people for money. Money is not the first thing you need. It is the blessing. When there is a wilderness before you, there is an anointing that turns a wilderness to a fruitful land. In Psalm 85, 84, I think verse 5, the Bible talks about blessed are those who passing through the valley of Baca. They turn it to a fruitful land. Psalm 84, 5. A valley of Baca. The valley of Baca represents the valley of sorrow. It's the name Baca is from the word weeping. Not Baca as Barcelona. <laughs> But the Bible says, <laughs> there are blessed is man whose strength is in whose heart in the way. Verse 6. Who passing through the valley of Baca. You see that word blessing there also. A man that is blessed. When he gets to the valley of Baca, he will turn into a fruitful well. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you understand why God loves to bless people. And why immediately Christ died. He connected in Galatians chapter 3. Verse 14, he said that Christ, so that the blessing of Abraham, because every Christian needs to walk in the blessing of Abraham, it's our inheritance. The Bible says, God said to Abraham, through you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. I am not talking about materialism. I am talking about nation building. I'm not looking at your needs being met. That's more. I'm looking at you being a blessing. But then, to be a blessing, you have to be blessed first. Are you getting what I'm saying? So this is not a call to pack several cars in your compound. This is a call to restore the hearts. Wicked people have so much money and they have messed up the world. Saints are there hanging in between. And God did not plan it so. Some get angry when the pastor says the boy is in the Bible that the wealth of the wicked is laid for the righteous. It's in the Bible. Don't get angry when the pastor get angry with the Bible. Why we God that because as, 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 he is God, he holds everything. And he says, I don't want it in the hands of the wicked. But so far, the Godfather, the oldest mafia, they are more right now. There must be something we are getting wrong in the word of God. If saints don't rise, well, somewhere, but I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm just giving an example. During the time of COVID, when they issued lockdown, they locked everybody down. All of you come to church. When, see, if that is to happen again, I just sat down there. So when the mark of the beast shows up eventually, I have seen the pattern it will take. It will cascade down your world. It's because people in authority in places of the earth are not saints. Yet the Bible says promotion does not come from the east. Is it God that is not promoting his people? Or there is something his people they are not getting? I have come to answer a part of this question this morning. That's why I'm sharing the blessing. Glory to God. 
one particular state in a particular nation, the governor declared that parties were allowed, clubhouses were allowed, but churches not allowed. And now the some of you know the state I'm talking about, you know the nation I'm talking about. And the church told the people that but we meet in clubhouse, say yes, the club can run in the evening, but the church cannot run in the morning. This is why we are not talking about thinking about because when you begin to preach about the place, almost start thinking about the clothes you want to buy that you are trusting God for, that is stupidity. That's what we are talking about. The lesser is always included in the bigger. You can't be a blessing to people and remain broken and not blessed. So think about the higher things. The smaller ones are already inside the bigger package. If you are thinking about employing 1,000 people, can you possibly be a poor man? Can a poor man employ a thousand? Are you following what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> I see people rising. Individuals who are bigger than their states. This is how to rescue Nigeria. At least you know that by now. No political party will. You will. The endless expectation of the creator, Romans 18, 19. They are not waiting for the manifestation of politicians. The Bible said the creation is groaning in pain, crying that when will the sons of God manifest, not when will the politician or this political party. No party will solve the problem. Sons of God are the one the creation they are waiting for. And they are seated this morning. We have come to tell the world they will not have to wait for too long. Because saints are rising. Saints are rising. I've been saying this. When there is first scarcity in Nigeria, there will be some of you, your filling station is giving people fuel for free. That is what we are talking about. And as they are buying the fuel, we are playing Pastor's message at the station. That is how it's supposed to be. <laughs> and this last song is going on at the background. And there's some other songs or some other people in the choir. That's what we are talking about. Isn't that a beautiful life? <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, I see men here with kitchens that will be feeding a thousand people every week. That is why we are sharing this. I am not putting the blessing on you. It's already on you by being in Christ. We are to activate. And that is what I will get to part two. What are the things that will activate this? Who passing through the valley of Baca? The mistake Lot made. Lot was never blessed by any man. He became big, Genesis 13, by identifying with Abraham. This is the dimension that Abraham got to that it becomes a spillover blessing. Should somebody begin to work with you, begin to live in your house, positive things begin to happen, not because of them, but because of you. That's a serious dimension. When a cursed person finds his way into your organization or your home, the blessing overtakes him. Now, the curse might come back when he leaves you, but not when he's with you. Because there is an atmosphere that you carry. Hallelujah. So, in Genesis 13, the Bible says that verse 1, Abraham was rich in silver. Ah. Why is that when people have an encounter with God, somehow also, spiritually they are blessed, physically they are also blessed. That gets some people angry, but it's in the Bible you can't remove it. God created one man and created four rivers for one man. <laughs> and Abraham was very rich. <laughs> oh, that's your story. In cattle. Now you don't need cattle. <laughs> you need pounds, naira, and dollars, not cattle. In silver and in gold. Verse 3. <laughs> and he went on his journeys from south to Bethel, even to the place where his tent had been. Verse 4. Unto the place, the altar that he first raised. I will talk about the application of an altar later. But remember, I shared a message about altar. Verse 5. And Lot also, which went with Abraham, had flocks and earth and tents. Tents were building there, not one. Tents. He was just Abraham's cousin. But he made a mistake. Abraham was too sure of the grace. And I will explain 
why the Bible says God, that is why I want to end this part with this first service. Why the Bible says God is able to make all grace. Remember, where we started, the Bible said that there is grace for all trans, for faith. Can you remember? And the Bible says, see that you are bound in this grace also. Because the Bible says God is able to make all grace. There is, okay, we get it. Are you with me? Mm. When they became so big, let's read that Genesis 13. This is what happens. Second service, I will speak about Joseph. There is something that can be taken away from you. <laughs> the first time his guys removed his garments, but he changed nothing when they wanted to sell him. This second time, Mrs. Potiphar removed his garments. She seized the garment, but he changed nothing. I, I'm going to tell you second service. What you wear spiritually is more important than what you wear physically. And there is a garment that cannot be taken. No. <laughs> Lot went with Abraham out flocks eight and tens. Verse 6. And the land was not able to bear them. They became too big for the land. Remember, Abraham did not function under the law. The law came 400 years after Abraham. He is called the father of faith in the Bible. This is why we still believe in tithes. Abraham gave it to Mexico not under the law. He gave by faith. The one under the law is the one that comes with a curse. That if we don't give it uh, devourer, what are the windows of heaven? Ah. Oh Lord, let me not let me not. <laughs> are you are you with me? Yes, sir. I am praying for everybody. May the Lord cast show you a peep, give you a peep into heaven. See, Jesus was praying, and he taught disciples how to pray. He said, Thy one of the parts of the prayer, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If you read the book of Revelation, the tree of life that Abraham was cut away from, which he, he, he could, God did not even say he should not eat of the tree of life. He only warned about the tree of knowledge of good and of evil. But there were the two trees at the center of the garden. Adam went for the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now, if you revelation, the tree of life, another one is in heaven. Now there are two in heaven. Maybe God took the one on that. I don't know, but there are two trees of life. It goes on to show when Moses was about to construct the tabernacle, God said to Moses, See that you do everything according to what you are seeing here. In other words, there is a tabernacle in heaven. Are you following me? Hebrews 11, 12, Hebrews 10. There is a tabernacle in heaven. Moses was made to see what was in heaven. When you see it, you will be also be anointed to replicate, replicate it on earth. So when the Bible talks about windows of heaven, it's a peep. You are given an opportunity to glance into something in heaven. Whatsoever is going to exist on earth would have first of all existed in heaven. Believe me sincerely, whatever technology, whatever you talk about, that is now and that will be in the future, they have already existed in the realm of the spirits. Hallelujah. There is a way they do banking now. There is a way they will do banking in 20 years. The way banking will be in 20 years. The way buildings will be in 20 years. Do everything. Already it is formed in the spirits. It is why you revelation very well. That some of the things John was talking about. The bird flying with fire coming out of it. That was talking about jets. Fighter jets. He had no word to describe because there was no jet that time. So he called it a bird. Fly. <laughs> When I, oh God, make up your mind to be a giver, it connects you to some realms. And I will talk about the second service. Three important things that saints must do to walk in the blessing. They are not doing it to get the blessing. Coming into Christ, you've gotten the blessing. But it has to be activated and it has to be serviced. Are you getting what I'm saying? In many lives, it is dumb. It is very obvious. The moment you compare life with that of Abraham and that of the people, are, are we? Anyway, let's read. So, Abraham said to Lot, 
there is a way those who have this thing are never afraid of life so the land so their substance was so great they could not dwell together verse 6 verse 7 go on and there was strife between earth men <laughs> see earth men crisis is not new <laughs> I don't know why earth men everywhere <laughs> earth men of Abraham's cattle and the earth men of Lord's cattle now there was no fight between Abraham and Lord there was a fight between their earth men and the Canaanites dwelt down at that time. Verse 8. This is the confidence of someone who knows this thing is on me. Abraham said to Lot, Let there be no strife. Aye. That's why we can't get angry if anything is taken away from us. The blessing will reproduce it many times over. He said, Let there be no strife. I pray thee. He was even pray, please. Abraham was many, many years older. Than Lot. Lot was born by Abraham's brother. Yet he had become, and Abraham said that between my eyes and my I don't want problem. Verse 9. It's not the old land before you. Can you imagine? In those days where culture was the order of the day, older man was asking the younger by to choose, choose, don't worry. Don't worry about me. I pray thee, if you take left, I will take right. And he said, just go. And verse 10. Verse 10. And Lord lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan. And it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Ah. Abraham carried Lot too much. That Lord didn't know anything. He said the first decision of his life was error. He chose Sodom. He just looked. Ah! Beautiful place. And this is how carnal people make choices. I will say this and many of you might not like it. If as a woman, your attraction, what you want to use to attract is to wear something revealing. Something is fundamentally wrong with you. There is an added that Yorubas have. The wife will marry through dancing. It is dancing that will take her away. If a man falls in love with you because he sees your breast, you are crazy. You are, you are using your own hand to buy problem. You are buying a lost woman into your life. Don't complain in the future. Just shut up your mouth when your problem begins. I don't understand. Even people want to come to church. We are not people of lost here. It's not about whether you went to church. It's about the father. Why are you exposing your body? What are you trying to prove? And who are you trying to communicate to? I don't get it. I told workers if I presiding over any wedding and your stuff they are out all those wedding I'm out I'm out and they usually say to before one I am not going to force you to wear I do have liberty over what you wear you also do have liberty over what I do so it's 50-50 you are free to go do your wedding your parents church or anywhere if you have made up your mind because some people have tried to play that trick in the past. They will have some people, you know, some churches are visible to show their wedding gown. They will show one and we another one. Because, uh, uh, let's just leave it. Why should it be at the back of a woman on her wedding day? I will show them. Who are you showing? Oh, I've seen beautiful wedding gowns before. When they are decent, they are usually finer. When the, the prince was getting married, all celebrities across the world were they were all decently dressed for the king of this world. They went to Church of England. Everybody was well dressed for the king of this world. When it comes to God, even some pastors will support, they will start arguing. Why? Why did they respect Prince Charles and the old family, real family? All movie stars, they were all there was none of them that was something funny that day to the king of this world. People have insulted God too much. You will never go and see a president anywhere who invites you and then you wear something that you want to see the president. But you dare wear it to come to church because our king is merciful. 
No matter how you look at it, decency is part of Christianity. It's true. Because, you know, I see this everywhere. You just wonder. You, you, as a Christian, you can't just want to be part of end time. There are too many issues with this last day. You are a saint of the Most High. And you must understand. There's a question you must ask. Does this glorify God? What are you about to dress? It's important. Whether you're a man or a woman, you should ask that question. It's important. Paul thought that a woman's body is given to you to cover. Not to expose. You can't expose sensitive part of your body. I just want to be like others. So you check one magazine and one latest fashion, they slid their gown and gets to this place. And you, you start doing the same thing. How? No. Please correct it if you are listening to me. And if you're angry, no problem. <laughs> Some people don't like the truth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Abraham told Lord that go this way. Let me stop here. He said, I will go there. And Lord chose Sodom and Gomorrah. And now something happened. Verse 11. Lord chose the plain of Jordan. Jordan separated the one from other. Verse 12. Abraham dwelt in land. Lord dwelt in the cities of plain. And pitched his towards Sodom. Verse 13. But the men of Sodom, he didn't know. There is a way that seemed good unto a man. But the bad part is that it's at the end, at the end, that a man will decide that there are ways of destruction. Now look at verse 14. And the Lord said to Abraham, after the Lord was high, he said, lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. Everybody said the blessing. God said to, there is a, the, the blessing tells you, you don't need to go anywhere. Something is on you that produces everywhere. Glory to God. Blessed people will only travel if they are led. Because something is on them. When you put them in the valley of Baca, it will turn to a fruitful well. There is a grace. So let's go back to 1 Corinthians. And I end here. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. God is able to make all grace. Ah, how does God make all grace? First of all, in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10, 1 Peter 5 10, the Bible says, The God of all grace, the God of all grace. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But God of all grace, that means all grace they belong to God. That's why the Bible says that 2 Corinthians 9 8. God is able to make all grace. All grace belongs to God. The grace for a fruitful marriage. The grace for obedient children. The grace for divine. You know, when we talk about faith, sometimes we over talk about certain things. Do you know that certain people have never prayed about their health before? They are strong in health, not because they are living by faith, it's just grace. Some people will never pray about children. Once they get married, even if the husband touches them with his leg, some women, <laughs> they are going to get pregnant. And in this church, I've seen this many times. Some, it was after a year or two, they were little afraid. Uh, something wrong with me, and then they would give up. But some other people, the night of the wedding, <laughs> I hope so. But anyway, the night of the wedding, some people will never. That's why when people come and say, you know, you hear some people, why is this child turning back? The father is never around, he travels all around. There are children that the father did not even look back to think about, and they are still doing well. Some families will never offer one prayer for a stubborn child because they won't have any. Not because they are better than others, it is called grace. And if you check your life, there will always be one grace at least. One area where you don't struggle. Some are, some people to make money is very easy, but they're always sick. 
You know, there is grace for people to just like you. Some people get to an environment and everybody clings to them. Whereas some people, it's like anywhere you are. After praying, praying, once you get the job, said the job is said now war. The boss doesn't like you. This one doesn't like you. The subordinate is a rebel. <laughs> Whereas some other people have never experienced that. From their primary school, all teachers will just like them. Joshua is like that. And I, I can't explain this. I've discovered that people who are loved by their mom. It's as if people always also love them. People love them. People around them, they always love them. There is something about mothers. Anyway, that's my observation. That's not scripture. Just my observation. So, so there will be one area. Some people listening to me who are students, some will never pray about a job. Some, as they are true, a job is waiting for them. Not because they know somebody, it will just work out that way that they will be employed. Pastor Money was having, you know, how you started working in your bank. You told me the story. A bank came to their camp, orientation camp, and asked people to drop their name. She didn't do it that day. She went there the following day and saw a list that was on the floor overnight. And she thought that they must have carried the original list, they must have gone. And she just decided, out of like play or no, just took the list and wrote and in them, left it on the table where there was nobody there, only for her bank to call her. And that's the bank she's been working with. Immediately she left NYC, started, and she's been with them since up to now. Grace. There are people, the highest they've had, maybe malaria or cold. Some don't even have, but they just don't fall sick. If I told they are pressed a little and they sleep, they wake up, they are fine. And there are some people like that. Somebody told me this church that he has never used medication before. Maybe in about 15 years. He said, any addict like this, once I sleep and sleep well, wake up and become well. Grace. And it's not that there is any scripture or law of faith operating by. It's just a grace. God of all grace. But you see, in God, there is a technology <laughs> where you can connect to any form of grace. When we give, it's not an oh God. I why did God appear to Solomon the day offered offering? First Kings chapter 3. Solomon received divine appearance two times. Those two nights were the same day. In the day, he gave an unusual offering. In the night, God appeared to him. As if that was a, a mistake the first time. First, first Kings 3. Again, when he was dedicated to the temple, he did 120,000 sacrifices. And God appeared to him again the second night. The first time God ever spoke to Jacob was in the place of altar that Abraham erected. People don't understand a spirit-led giving. Why did Paul get to the idea of, he said God is able to make all grace. He only offered that promise after talking about giving. I don't care who is watching. This is the Bible we are sharing. This Paul said, it was, if you start from chapter 1 of 1st Corinthians chapter, uh, chapter 9, he was talking about giving. He was admonishing the church to give. And he told them that as a result of your giving, I am telling you, God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That means there is something about giving and grace. The activation of it. I will talk about the remaining three things. But this is number one. This is how saints press into it. Jesus brought it to us. Every Christian in Christ, you have been called to inherit the blessing. But it's there. We cause it to be seared and to walk in it by this that we do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Last week, I was reading the old book of Genesis. And I saw how many times Jacob erected an author. How many times Isaac did it? How many times Abraham did it? It's a thing with the patriarchs. Hallelujah. There is a reason why we give to the poor. Of all givers, two are extremely important. Kingdom first. That is where the anointing is steered. For the poor, it makes you stand and that you cannot lose. 
We sow up to keep going up. We also sow down, never to come down. Are you getting my, my stuff? Yes. It's a two. What press is trying to talk about and they attack churches? They want people. Oh, only give to the poor. The sincere truth is, if you do that and you don't do this, you might truly, you have to do the two. That, you obey what the word says. But the kingdom comes first. For the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God. It's the number one thing. All other things. A pastor said that and the old one went gaga. When he said that, he, he was talking about that. And I don't know why people get upset about this. The Bible said the Lord is the one that gives you power to get wealth. That power must be sustained. That is the only way I can properly reach out to the poor. Are you getting what I'm saying? I must be plugged into something more than myself so that I can help those who are less than myself. If you are lifting people up and you are on a ladder up and there's nothing holding you, you will fall down and join them. This is, this is just practical common sense. Yeah, people want to talk about this one is because it's a trick of the enemy that will cause people to lose all they have. There, is a, there are blessings, there are promises in the scripture for taking care of the poor. But we are enabled to do it as we focus also on the kingdom. So the foundation is the kingdom. Hallelujah. I'm telling you saints. Oh, many people don't know why we give offering every Sunday. These are not religious obligations. You see, when we do certain things, sometimes, because we do some things regularly, they can lose the essence of, the, we can begin to lose the essence of it. And it's happening. People do devotion every morning. And some don't touch God. There's no anointing while they pray. It has become a ceremonial stop. I hate ceremonies. I can't be part of a prayer group before we just do your prayer. We can't even check whether our prayers have been answered or not. I love spiritual, not ceremony. Hallelujah. When I want to pray, I want God to speak to me. Is Sister Fuller came here? Mrs. Brown. Okay, maybe she will be at the second service. I will tell her what I saw. I saw in a picture while praying last night. It's important. And this is what I've come to share with the house today. I will talk about the remaining things, second service. But just understand from Abraham, when this thing is operating a man's life, you can't go down. And it does not matter where you are. There can be a moment where it will look like a damage or so, but in no time built a built higher than what it was. That is how we actually know that this is not an ordinary, it's not a game of chance, it is something on you. This favor, this thing, all women just you need it. Every woman, every woman, you need it. There are those that the husband is in love with you forever. And there are those, after one or two years, the man is already tired of the marriage, looking for excuse. Rachel and Leah were born by the same mother. Yet, when the moment Jacob saw Rachel, fell in love with her, and he did not like Leah. They forced him to marry Leah, and she was actually treated. So God made the way for her. God made her to be very fruitful while Rachel's womb was short. And as she started getting it, it was a big thing in those days. The husband fell in love with her again. They were born by the same mother. There is a grace, an aspect of this grace, that when it's on you, favor follows. The only people that will not favor you are the people you don't need for anything. When we say it does not matter who doesn't like you, it is true. But it matters who likes you. You need to be able to like you. To help you move to another level. Hallelujah. Is someone blessed this morning? Shout the word, the blessing. Say it's on me. Say it again. Say it one more time. Any office will get to. Oh, Cassis or Brandis. 
Only God knows how many women were lined up before the king. As soon as he saw Esther, it's part of the grace. He wouldn't just take his eye. After Esther, I just said, I don't need combustion again. I found my queen. Oh, king, there might be some other fine now. I don't want to see them. This one I have seen, she's okay. House, I have brought this word to you because there is, oh God, an activation going on right now as I'm speaking. In the lives of everyone that is sound of my voice, those who are here and those who are watching, this thing is rising on you. Makusi as the Libra Kisto. I see wilderness turning to a fruitful land. Whatever you get involved with, the Bible says, whatsoever it doeth shall prosper. That is happening to you right now. Your home is blessed. Whatever you get involved with, Likosi Aste, La Erosa Andre Kadishto, Brusha Istolobokusa Andere Asiyo, in the name of Jesus, I bring this grace to those who have desired to marry. Be strengthened right now. Receive this grace to set you in a very blissful marriage. All businessmen, something is happening to what you do right now. I see multiplication. I see speed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Not only on you, everyone connected to you. This morning, any kind of work or business that has been dwindling down. Oh, and the Bible said there is a, a tree that falleth at the center of water. The water is the word of God. I speak the words of blessing into the works of your hand. Right now, they are rising. They are multiplying. They are growing mightily. Great speed. Promotion. In the name of Jesus Christ. Gates of cities are open before you. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Reskibo Ashtelemanda Caristo. On my um on my Instagram or on my WhatsApp. Last week, a man and a woman in this church sent me a picture of maybe the leading guy in the comedy industry, the leading one nationwide. I'm sorry, we know the person I'm talking about. Who carried their products and endorsed it and started calling higher people into their products. I remember during Mercy Conference, these people told me they wanted to give, husband and wife. And they asked me for permission also to see Pastor Nathaniel to give. And I told Nathaniel, I'm going to speak about this second service. People who have received the blessing, who are connected to God, can bless. Or they can activate what is on you. As I started praying, a lot of things are already taking place here. But I've told all of you the instruction. Be a giver. It's important. We are fasting this month, and I told you last week. By the time the month is coming to an end, make up your mind. Give unusually. Not what any man tells you. That's why if I ask you now to look like I'm taking capitalizing on the message, no. Go back home. So all we do normal offering today. I'm saying that, and am I not? There is no special call. We don't do that here. But I'm saying it to you. Within this month of August, where the old church is fasting, find yourself praying and asking God. The Bible says it gives seed to the sower. It is true. These are experiments we've done over and over again. No Christian has to stay on the same spots. You ask God. You give seed. You minister. Bible, the Bible uses the word minister. You minister seed to the sower. What do I do? What do I do? Before the end of the month, he will tell you. The Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the fruit of the land. There must be obedience. There must be a step taken. He said to 
Isaac or Jacob said this would have said because your father Abraham obeyed me there must be a step taken and this is where your own personal work comes from you have to ask God it takes faith to work with God yeah the seed that God will reject is one that comes from a bad act wrong attitude or if it's not love motivated if it's not love motivated God has no part in that he will tell such a person your money perish with you can't buy the things of God with money but when a sacrifice is rooted in love and if with faith fire falls on it it takes your life to another level let's rise have you been blessed this morning hallelujah You know, I can't lay hands on everybody. But when we're praying this morning, we even, I didn't tell leaders anything. I don't lead prayer when the leaders are praying. I join them to pray. I only say things at the end of the prayer. I saw everyone that led prayer this morning talking along this line, even though I didn't tell them this is the direction I'll be going. Because the spirit is one and we function by the same spirit. I don't know to what extent God wants to take this church. But it is obvious. That's why I want to say this. Let, let me just also add this. From the story of Lot and Abraham, I told you, I am praying for every one of you in this church not to get offended in your place of appointments. I guarantee everybody here, some things will begin to happen that are not normal. And all of you will know. Because all of you I'm looking at will be so mightily lifted by God. Don't get angry and leave church one day because somebody said something or somebody did something. Satan doesn't give up. He cannot stop what has started this morning right now. But he can begin to plant offense in your heart. I know personally so many people who used to be high up there until they got offended it happened in many other churches and I've seen that and 2-3 years after they've left they acquired the church whatever they, you can tell they are just coming down drying up Jesus said I'm divine he said any brand that is taken out of me sometimes people are like lots they are in a place and the anointing is strong and God is lifting them they think it's all about themselves and something happens in anger they walk away and they begin to don't use your own hand to cause cut your supply line. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. And this attempt, this one I just gave, I, I better it's better I mention it because greatness comes with it. I see all of you becoming so I have added this word of caution. It is true. Yeah. Duncan Williams. That's the archbishop, like maybe the most popular pastor in Ghana came to our bishop in Daosa, Nigeria to do, by, to do Bible school. He was raised by Daosa and was Daosa's spiritual son. He went back to Ghana and the church became boom. As at that time, he was the most, the largest church, largest everything, the richest pastor in Ghana. And Orarobo came to do a crusade and they mistakenly listed his name, the name of his church, under Daosa's church. And he wrote to Orarobot, I am not under Daosa in Nigeria. I am the one in Ghana here. This a our robot was like, what's wrong with this boy? So our robot sent a letter to our bishop. Our bishop just called her, I don't care. Even if they made a mistake. At least you came to our Bible school. Why are you fighting? I didn't I lay hands on you and raise you? Okay. If they made a mistake, put your church under our church. But is it not one church of Christ? He said, no, no, no. I'm not church of God mission. I'm this one. And the doctor said, so you are big now? He said, yes. And he left him. He said, he nearly died. Even the president of the of, of Desha Ghana, assassins came to church when he narrowly, they financially everything in church crippled. He heard that Daosa was preaching in, in London. He ran there and he grabbed Daosa's leg, said, Papa, mercy. And that's all he told him. Daosa just got up and looked and said, Satan, whatever is happening between me and my son is none of your business. Leave him alone. He went back to Ghana and everything opened up back. Everything. He became and he, he shared this story. It's all over YouTube. If you Google it, it's all over YouTube. He was talking to a young minister and he shared this story. Because success as a widow was what happened to lots. You wouldn't know when it will start. 
you think my might so god warned them in Deuteronomy chapter 8 he said when you are blessed don't say your might has got you this word say thou shalt remember the lord thy god that he is the one that gives the power to get wealth sometimes when christians are lifted you check the way they start talking even god started wanting to of say i say i know men very well he said when you cross over there it's a land that will yield this fruit to you he said i am warning you don't begin to say that my minds he said thou shalt remember the lord the lord god he said he's the one who has given you power to get wealth hallelujah glory to god our neighbor shared the same story how he became the number one interpreter of Parkidayomi. And one day, another pastor wanted to preach. And just asked him to come and interpret. And he said he was so angry. What is wrong with you? I will interpret for the Jew. You are very rude to be asking me. And he said on his way, we just heard the voice of God. So you can no longer interpret for my servants. And that was all God said. He suffered like. You know, may, may we not walk. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. These are deep, deep, deep stories. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that you bless, cause us to walk in this by your grace and by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Someone bless this morning. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Thank you.